Welcome back to the Gentleman's Bureau. I'm Jedediah Barnes. Joining with me today is Lane Miller, as always, over there in Colorado. And not Mark, but his little brother, who in many ways is superior. Logan, <laughs> welcome back to the Gentleman's Bureau. We've had him on a couple times before. Glad to have him back on again. Today we're going to be touching on the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard case, looking at that, and pretty much just shooting the shit, honestly. This is laid back. Well, it's been too heavy lately. We're just trying to you know, chill and hang out with our boys because after all, Saturday is for the boys. I don't know. <laughs> Logan, well, you been, uh, speaking of work, what have you been up to, man? You get a new job, right? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how interesting that is, but uh, I suppose. Um, I'm a licensed Illinois pesticide applicator now. So that's what I do. I like it, nice. man. I've been out on the road. They There's a... Uh... And they let me go. I, don't... <laughs> I like it. Hey, man, uh, make sure you guys are, like, checking up on who's got bees and stuff, man. Got bees? Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, like, the fucking farmers next to my dad, they keep fucking spraying pesticides near his bees, and he's like, uh, like, and, like, we had this, I don't know if I told you guys about this, but last, when I first moved back, for some reason, like, the entire, like, uh, telephone line run from Buda to, like, Kiwani. Like, all along Montino's, which is a state park, all along that, like, um, telephone, lo- telephone line, they had sprayed pesticides. But, like, the way they did it almost looks like they were just spraying from a truck as they drove along. Like, there was so much dead. Like, it wasn't just around the little base. It was, like, so much dead. And I was like, we, they, did, they spread that shit same way out of my dad's house. And he's like, you can't be spraying pesticides. I got, like... 200,000 bees on this property. (laughs) Danger. They're supposed to know and notify up to, because like I think bees, right, when they're out, they can migrate up to three miles or something like that. And then your pesticide uh, vapors can drift up to like a mile almost on real hot days. So it's like a big deal that they're not supposed to do this. It's it's like, uh, I don't think it's the EPA or the Department of Agriculture or something like that. Something similar though that you can get a crazy big fines and stuff. Yeah, about well, to... Logan, there's a uh, a particular area um, in the states where you should go, and it's uh, it's an area that can be easily identified with the words like I don't know, state capital, or you know, there's a bunch of pests over <laughs> there, so you should spray some pesticides on the. <laughs> yeah, they are swarming around there. What did you say? We're supposed to be taking it easy this time, man. I know, dude. I couldn't help it. I couldn't fucking help it. Um, yeah, taking it easy. <laughs> chopping it up. Logan, what you sipping on? Some Modellos, huh? Oh, this is apple juice. You know. Okay, apple juice. You gotta yeah. just there and be a Christian sometimes. You know. Uh, that's what it's what it's all about, brothers. So all bad yeah, I'm I'm sipping on Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. Uh, what is that? It's <laughs> it's Mountain Dew, but you get that like burning in the back of your throat. That's nothing I've yeah. ever wanted from something to quench my thirst. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah. I, I I threw the dice on a twelve pack. Shouldn't have. This water well. is delicious, but if there was hot sauce in it, that would be magnificent. <laughs> Cool. It's not even it's not like a good spice either. 
like, oh you know what's sad God. is now I want to try it. Yeah, too. Like just I try it. But I wouldn't get all twelve back. A tall glass of Tabasco to wash down this steak. <laughs> <laughs> right. I actually had some ribeyes yesterday. They were on sale. Nice. Oh, I'm sure they're quite expensive nowadays. I mean, it was like eight dollars for a two pack. I think most of the two packs that were similar that weren't on sale were like sixteen or so. But we're also talking Walmart prices. When I got thin. when I got New York strips from the locker, uh, it was like those are thin. Twenty bucks. No, they were like an inch thick. They were they were good, really good New York strips. But the the other dimension, they were kind of thin. But that's not bad though. Was, no, yeah, it was like twenty bucks for for two of them, and they were really good. I don't know if you guys remember, like it's probably been about a year ago, like right around a year ago, for like four inch thick ribeyes was like forty bucks like a year ago or i seen them going for 30 to 40 dollars right shortly after people were like oh the meat's short this and that i know they're saying that again that's why i wondered if they're more expensive you know stuff's going back up but... yippers yeah i i got my supply of meats from uh omaha steaks which they're pretty fucking good but they're pretty fucking pricey and um i only did it because like i got a deal they're like, oh, if you sign up here, blah, 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 you'll get, like, all this stuff for free. And I'm like, sure. So. Did you get some of those uh, caramel tartlets? I've heard of that. No. Oh, they're so good. Like, yeah. Yeah, Omaha Steaks, they're. they're you can order them online, right? Like, fresh to your door in, like, two days. I think so. I mean, that's not, like, it's not a butcher box and shit, but it's. I think you can order it online, I'm sure. That's what I thought. Omaha Steaks, so you order them online. And, <laughs> yeah, they're kind of cool. You ever order like meat and shit like that offline? Uh, we used this one before. I forget what it was called. And she ordered like certain stuff, you know, you wouldn't usually get. And it comes in there like super quick. <clears throat> and it has like uh, dry ice and shit in the packaging. So when you open it up, it's like, shh. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. And yeah, we got Omaha Carlos Steaks a few times. We were thinking about getting it this last time, but, like, the the offers they sent us for, like, a couple of different bundles that they had going on, there was just, like, way too much stuff that we didn't really want, you know? So probably just going to keep waiting until there's a new bundle out that we're like, we're going to want everything that's in that bundle minus, like, you know, maybe one thing. So, yeah, that's, that's probably where we are with that. But the locker, I mean, that's pretty fresh. It's hard to get fresher than that. No, Jed. That's about as good as it gets. I know, the locker. The locker back home. I mean, I watched this chick cut it off. Like, it was, you know, it was portioned out into, you know, what it is going to be used for strip steak. And then she was just like, how thick do you want it? And I was like, how thick can you handle it? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. How uh, thick you uh, handle it, baby? <laughs> She pointed to a she pointed to a ruler on the table, and I was like, "Yeah, one inch looks good. One inch is fine." Never say that again, but yeah, one inch I, is good. Yeah, one inch is good. That's the last time she'll say that. Anyways, uh, fucking. <laughs> no, I'm just saying the locker is one of those things like you don't realize how good you had it when you were young, growing up. Yeah, there. I've been to so many other like especially lockers and shit. It, it, nothing really compares. I'm telling you, I really think it's just that good. Uh, we have Rabers here in Peoria. Uh, Rabers? 
Raybers. Oh, oh. Rose too. Raybers meatpacking over there in Farmington. It burnt down actually like two or three years ago and they just rebuilt. It's super nice and way fancy. Uh, But Buddy got a job out there actually. He just left because he's like, you know what? I've always just wanted to be a butcher and I want to be a butcher and like actually apprentice with somebody in train. I was like, you you don't make a lot to start, man, but if that's what you want to do, go ahead. And uh, Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that'd be a good job. I mean, I think that'd be an interesting job. Oh, actually, I mean, yeah, like, we are actually in a really good spot for, like, high-quality, like, really fresh foods. Because, I mean, we've got, like, Avanti's up in Walnut that has, like, really good dairy. Like, really super fresh dairy products. Like, yeah. that's where we always got mozzarella cheese from for Beluccio's and stuff. And, I mean, even Wingers, it's not like a locker, but, you know. If you're there in Kiwani, like low Kiwani, that Aldi's is like no other Aldi's in the world. Because that deli, like he, he orders so much special beats and shit in that deli, and you get the best prices. It's, I forget what his name is. He's only 30 the, years. The Aldi in. Save a lot. I'm sorry, save a lot in Kiwani. I was going to say, Aldi doesn't have a deli. I'm sorry, save a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know that. I did not know that about the, the save a lot. It, yeah, it's like the best save a lot in the world. Uh, so jed what's going on with this whole uh magnum pi look the old samity sam yosemite sam whatever the hell his name is uh you know i was i was just thinking i should shave because it's been a while since i've seen my alabaster cheeks um (laughs) so i figured i'd shave for a few weeks at the beginning of summer you know um maybe get a little bit of a tan going and then grow it back immediately because I do miss my beard. I'm having like a real identity crisis over here. Like without my beard, I'm like, who am I now? But I didn't want to give it to the stash Fucking because Jason Bourne. <laughs> He's Jason Bourne. Jesus no. Christ, it's Jason Bourne. No man, Doctor Robotnik. I don't have my gel, but yeah. Anyway, I didn't want to give it to my stash, so I was like, I'm just gonna leave it. And I've always kept my little my little tips long, so. Like, you should just leave it like that. Like, that should just be your look until you're, like, 30, and then come up with a whole new look, and then um, and then bring it back when you're, like, 50, 60. I don't know. But by then, the tips will be, like... <laughs> in, in a few months, man, just, just shave off and just leave just the stash. Just leave just the stash. So, the, the stash? Yeah. This is just the stash. Well, and... Whatever this. You've got those handlebars. You need to get that. Whatever yeah. Those, yeah. Just get no, I mean, tight, but I, I can see it both ways. What? It's tight. It looks good, but I can see it both ways. Oh, I see. see it More like a traditional stash. Yeah. Or I might like try it. Very cartoonish. Like if you had a cowboy hat and like. Bring it out, like, Yosemite Sam style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you kind of, you give oh, me those Yosemite look at Sam. That What's that Brooks and Dunn vibes? That's what he's got going. <laughs> look at country. And the Thunder no Rolls. It, oh, wait, uh, is that Garth Brooks? I don't know who that is. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no shit, when it came in, I literally went to the bathroom and grabbed my fucking towel. Like, I took my shirt off, grabbed my towel, put the hat on, and then, like, threw the towel over me like it was a poncho, and I just sat there, like, Clint Eastwooding myself for a little while. Yeah, that guy, that guy, he, um, he never lost that, did he? 
He's like still 80, 90 years old. He's still fucking staring at the screen. He's like, I know what you're thinking. Did I hire six shots or only five? The producer's like, hey, can we we switch up the look here, Clint? It's it's getting old. Oh, you don't (laughs) just be honest. I guess like he's an avid anti gun activist. Really? So was Alec Baldwin. He uses guns in all of his films. Like, oh, he's been a gunslinger. He's made him rich. And he's like, I'm sick of all these guns. <laughs> sick of all these guns, goddamn. He's uh, staring at his old gun fucking collection. Yo, it's badass. What's that guy's name? You know who he is. Uh, he's an old fucking western looking dude. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, yeah, that's... Oh, him. fucking Sam Elliott, dude. I was like, as soon as you're like, you know who he is? He's an old western. I was like, I know who the fuck it is. He yeah. did a movie not too long ago that was like The Man Who Killed Adolf Hitler and Bigfoot. Abe Lincoln. And, I mean, it was... No, it was Sam Elliott. No. Like, in the movie, it was Sam Elliott. Yes, I'm saying uh, Abe Lincoln and Bigfoot, wasn't it? No, Man Who Killed Adolf Hitler. Wasn't it Abe Lincoln, Vampire Killer or some shit? Or what was that one? I'm thinking of two different movies, but I know. Yeah, there was an Abraham Lincoln vampire like, hunter. How yeah. dumb is that shit? Who comes it was, up? It was who was a up, I guess. <laughs> They're like sitting around cool. smoking weed. They're like, what would people really want to watch? <laughs> They're like, Dude, well, what if, what if man? <laughs> people like Bear Abe with Lincoln. me, man. Bear with Honest me. Abe. Okay. We got, uh, check it. Honest Abe. Yeah. Yeah. Honest Abe. Yeah. <laughs> Look at and, that. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a full moon, so there's vampires and werewolves. And what? He hunts really? Them down. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Sounds yeah, like maybe. Great. And then they made it, and, uh, and they made I, money. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it did make money. It's not the yeah. fact that they made it. It's that like they sat in 20 boardrooms, and everyone was like, "Sounds like a great idea, bro." Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay to see that shit. <laughs> you know. Oh man, yeah, it's just like what the, some of these movies. What Honestly, the fuck? though, I would take any. I would take any amount of those over just another remake. What do you mean, just another remake of what? Oh, I like I would watch. Um, or... I would watch something like that, like so, like a new thing like that, like a uh, George Washington. Mermaid, <laughs> you know, I'd rather watch that than George Washington, Loch Ness monster tamer, <laughs> goes out and tames the Loch Ness monster for some reason. He's overseas in the fucking Scotland. Yeah, I'd rather watch Fuck. something crazy and out there like that that just hasn't been done before than just another remake of like you know Space Jam, uh, some hey, other watch, uh... Jumanji. I mean, I, I like the new Jumanji movies, but. Remakes. What like, I would watch stop. another one of. What? I'd watch the. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Bring back post Amber Heard. He leaves his SmackDown. Defeats <laughs> 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 her in court. <laughs> and he's like, he almost got <laughs> Jack Sparrow. He almost got us. <laughs> I always remember the day. As the day almost cop Captain Jack Sparrow. No, but have you guys been looking at that shit? This is it's so out there. Yeah, they're gonna make a Pirates of the Caribbean six uh curse of the fucking Amber case. <laughs> curse of alimony. 
<laughs> Curse of the alimony. <laughs> oh, I've got to get uh, off of this fucking alimony. You know what baffles me about Airburn? What? I mean, not, not the whole case right there. Is that this lady had like the chance to just settle this up, you know, and say, that's a bad guy. And, like, you had every opportunity with this man before going to court. But you decided to go into court and be like, I'm a grown woman who has shit in my bed. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's the point I would have avoided at all costs. I would have avoided that moment altogether, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. in front of cameras and reporters and be like, Sometimes I shit in the bed. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So quick quick recap. Huh? Quick recap of the timeline. So like they met in two thousand nine. Got oh, engaged God. in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Got married the next year and okay. divorced the year after that. In twenty sixteen, she filed for divorce and accused him of physical abuse. Mm-hmm. A seven million dollar settlement was reached out of court. Um, on August 16th. Yeah, someone just needs money. Wait, so who wanted who? Who settled? So hold on. So Depp settled with Heard, and they they were quoted releasing a joint statement saying, "Our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain. There was never any intent of physical or emotional harm." Heard received seven million from the divorce, but donated it to charity, according to People magazine. Seven million. In twenty seventeen, the divorce was finalized. Um, and then in December twenty eighteen, she wrote a post, an op-ed post, like you know, editorial column thing for the Washington Post, saying and talking about how she was abused. Okay. So that in twenty nineteen, yeah, yeah, it was huge against Johnny Depp. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. That was the whole narrative. Dude, yeah, and the whole fucking settled, world. And she got some kind of money, so they divorced. So there was something there, right? That he accepted, like, he was a piece of shit, or he had made some mistake, or he wanted to divorce her and not lose so much money, or vice versa. He just wanted it to be over, get, you know, get out of the spotlight, you know? Because, like, even then, <laughs> like, Depp hasn't been in shit but Dior ads since 2016. I mean, he did his, like, uh, he did his tour with his band, but other than that, like, he has been in any, like, movies he, or TV he's shows. Or... A, he's an A-list celebrity. For yeah, sure. yeah. But as soon as this fucking shit happened, he went down to, like, blacklist, you know? Yeah. Which is why... And... Yeah. Which is why I Warner guess... Brothers dropped him from Fantastic Beast and recast him. Which is yeah. shitty. I guess he has pretty extravagant lifestyle. Yeah. I, I watched an interview with him one time, and I thought, like, so pretentious. Because... Uh, they were asking, they're like, I heard you have, like, a $20,000 a month wine collection or some shit like that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's so insulting. It, it's far more than that. I spend way more than that on wines in a month and da-da-da. He, he spent a lot of money, that's for sure. I don't know. That's beside the point. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's his money. Exactly, exactly. But that's all the stuff they were trying to say. Like, she was saying, oh, he's a drunk, you know. He's got all these addictions and problems and this and that. Or, or what about the one where they're like, uh, they showed a picture of, of like bags of weed in his like uh, studio or whatever, like his home studio. I didn't. And they're like, it. and they were like, uh, I just heard about this on like uh, some meme app today, and it was like, uh, Mr. Depp, is that a lot of? This seems to be an excessive amount of marijuana. He's like, 
Yeah, that's a lot of weed. He's like, yeah, that's a lot of weed. That's what he <laughs> said. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, it is. That, you are correct. That is a lot of weed. Correct. Uh, uh, but yeah, so he, because of all these, like, you know, slanderous claims on our man Johnny Depp, he decided to sue her for $50 million for defamation over the Washington Post article in 2019. Um. And uh, they released the phone recordings in 2020. Yeah, I heard those. They had a LaBelle trial. They ruled against Depp in the LaBelle trial. Because he must have come out and said something at some point where he had said she abused him. I I heard some of them recordings, and it was pretty, pretty bad, dude. Like, what she's saying... She's like, oh, I, I didn't punch you. He's like, yeah, you punched me. You were punching me all the time. Yeah, like, oh, I hit you. I didn't. I hit you, but I didn't punch you. I didn't throw yeah. a punch like a fist. So you were hitting him like this. Or point is, she was hitting him over and over again. She's like, I didn't punch you. I hit you. Don't be a, a, a fuck pussy about it. This and that and the other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a case. A lot of men get stuck in, and they don't do the same thing. Well, yeah, you can't, dude, because, like, you're immediately, you're going to be the one going down. A lot of people make mistakes, man, you know? So. He's got all these habits. Well, if he's got all these habits and he's in control of himself, he would have beat you or hurt you or himself or something if he's got all these bad habits and not in control of himself and try to pay him out like this bad person. Right. I'm telling you, I, I was hitting you. Yeah, you were hitting the fuck out of him. And you're lucky that he didn't hit you back and ruin his life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's probably what she wanted. Yeah. The way, he, the way he said it was that she had a need for violence. Well, is that what she wanted? It must have been what she wanted because she went and wrote an entire editorial about how she was abused and wanted attention for being abused. <coughs> Why would you want that kind of attention? For being a victim and abused. Unless you want to make him look that bad. I don't know, man. His career yeah. and his jobs and his opportunities and stuff. Yeah. You know? So that's why he's suing her for fifty million. No, no, see, that's the that's the great that's the weird part is he lost the suit for fifty million in twenty nineteen. Uh, and then they denied him an appeal for like, you know, three years. Why? And now I don't know. I don't know. But now now they were like they granted his appeal. But now it's a hundred million. So yeah. After all that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean he's talking about like how she severed the tip of his finger off with a broken vodka bottle after an argument one time. Yeah, yeah. a lot of was... like. <coughs> I guess just going into court and then looking at it like, well, that's a family court thing or divorce court thing, and you're a man, and you didn't make a police report right away about any abuse. I mean, I guess that's why it's getting blown up so much. You know, it's supposed to be a big deal about. Yeah. I don't know how much shit of these. <clears throat> it, it sucks because it, it is kind of like that, but it's like, wow, a man can get retribution if he has $50 million and is on TV and people love him for making movies about fucking pirates. It's like, <laughs> you know, it, it's still. Uh, it's a good thing to see, man. It, it's a shit people uh, get excited about, but. Yeah, it's some shit that happens for Johnny Depp, man. Not for a lot of people. Yeah, but think, I think about uh, this. Think about this though. Like, 
it'll also show people like if he wins the case he has all these audio recordings and stuff like if you I mean it kind of would kind of show people that like might be in a similar situation like what you're gonna need to actually get taken seriously if you know if you want to bring it up that you're in the same situation you know so it's uh, good for that yeah yeah i mean uh Uh, escapism people want to uh, I haven't followed it too closely I've only seen highlights and snippets but uh, seems like people need to escape from their own lives so they watch this and they're like oh I don't feel so bad and yeah other people going through shit you know so yeah I'm um, certainly out of right away man as soon as somebody's throwing shit at me or cutting off my finger I think uh, like the whole world would know that if you did that to somebody, they'd be in prison immediately after cutting off your finger or jail. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's some fucked up that's shit. A, that says a lot about, man, when it's time to go. Oh, Will Smith, you know, he didn't know when it was time to go. Johnny Depp didn't know when it was time to go, and he just stick around with these Will people. Will Smith still doesn't know. He's that, still... These people that don't love you, the way you have think they do or you put yourself through all this torture yeah and then you're the one that ends up paying because you know yeah holy shit bro she is 23 years younger than he is yeah not surprised yeah i mean i knew i knew there was a bit of an age gap but i know it was 23 years oh i guess he's a lot like my friend mcconaughey well, I suppose she gets know, older, they stay the same age. Nobody's going to talk about that. Not a big deal. Yeah, who gives a fuck, dude? Of course, like if, of People course, if you're him. just this fucking badass dude, then uh, obviously you're going to go get the young hot tail. Leonardo DiCaprio never dates a woman. Uh, he only dates him from the ages of twenty four to twenty seven or something. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Nobody seems to care about that. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's cool. Uh, you know what else I saw this week? Not to change subject so dramatically. So it's just something that is kind of current. Uh, did you guys see Mike Tyson? No. Mike Tyson got in a physical altercation on an airplane with a. Oh airplane. God! Yeah, I saw so, that. Fucking with him, like, pretty hard, I guess. It seemed like he... He is a fool, first of all, but... Oh, he rocked him, dude. They had him... You could see the guy sitting in the airplane seat, and Mike Tyson just on top and just feeding him left, right, left, right. Just well, he deserved him. it. Yeah, he was a... It showed him after he got rocked and shit, too, and you could tell he was like, duh, what did I think? Like, what's gonna happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. like... He was drunk. I think he was drunk. Yeah. Foolish, but, man. Foolish. Fucking people just they don't understand. It's like fucking poking a tiger. Literally. Literally. Remember, like the hangover, he has a pet tiger. Yeah. I feel like gonna get you back to Tyson and it calls you tiger bit. Hey, okay, Jed. I think Logan's trying to talk. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just want to get that first out. Like every time I see a celebrity, don't you like 
I, first of all, I don't even want to go approach him or bug him or ask for a photograph or anything because I don't want them to be a dick because I like them. <laughs> I don't want to have a rude interaction with them. Maybe try to be so polite about it and shit. It's like, are you fucking dumb? These people get fucked with every day of their lives and deal with shitloads of people. Yeah. And he's a monster, bro. This dude is a fucking monster. Scary. <laughs> I think, like, if I met someone that I really admired, <coughs> I would, I would be, I'd have to, like, talk myself down from excitement and match their level of frequency. Because that's how you communicate. You don't, like, if someone's coming at you, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, you're, there's no communication bond. You're up here. They're down here. They're vibing down here your way up here. You got to, like, bring yourself down and be, like, almost like you know them. And be, like, yo, what's up, John Frusciante? What's up, man? Yeah, I you know. people. I usually, anytime I met <laughs> somebody that was, like, bigger than, you know, I usually just, I love your shit. Hey, I, I like your stuff. You're so cool. That's about it, you know. Try to be nice. Hey, I, I like those things that you do. Uh, maybe we should just come at them at a completely different angle and like throw them off and be like, "Your shit sucks." <laughs> They're yeah, like, "Huh?" You're the worst. Like, <laughs> approach them like, "Oh my god, Mike Tyson!" And he's like, "Oh great, another one, another fucking person." He's expecting like, "I love you," and but then just hit him with like. You fucking suck. Terrible. You can't fight. Just name yeah. a bunch of shit. But I see big celebrities. I always want to call it out on shit they've been caught on to. You know, like Mike Tyson. Like, remember when you did two years for rape? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's up with that? People don't forget. Crazy. Yeah. People don't forget. <laughs> Man, why'd you bite his ear, dude? Why? Right. It well, wasn't cauliflower. You were gonna lose. You bit his ear. <laughs> you know. You're gonna lose That is some crazy shit. He bit a motherfucker's ear off. That's you know, what I'm telling that, you. He's a fucking he's a tiger, dude. You can't fuck with him. He sells uh a medical or what, what uh cannabis weed yeah edibles now and they're at half a ear. Ice and ears here with a fucking bite missing out of it. <laughs> Savage. Yeah, so I think I saw that on um on the Snoop Dogg's, like, TV show podcast thing that he does. I don't know where I saw it. I think it's on Facebook or something. I think he had him on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I saw him the second time on Joe Rogan. That's what I'm saying. Like, when he talked about it, he's like, oh, I don't want to train again, and this and that. It's going to change me back into the person I was. And Like, that's where he's at now. He's just a fucking monster. He's back in his mindset, like, I just want to fucking destroy. Yeah. <laughs> Work right. out all the fish and fuck beat people's asses yeah for sure well fuck dude i would not fuck with that guy (laughs) like i don't think you could pay me enough to get in the ring with that dude he's probably he's probably microdosing the mushrooms now too man he's probably psychic beat your ass psychic (laughs) that's what i think it was hori and asdorov they were talking about uh these MMA trainers microdosing with mushrooms and they're so fluent with their movements now. Yeah, Joe Joe Rogan talked about one person he knew that trained uh, microdosing and he said he could he could almost see the move happening before it happened. Yeah, like it's, it's so familiar with the way people move, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be uh that'd be pretty interesting. But for sure. That heightened sense, I guess. Of... Imagine that in any sport, though, right? Like not just. Well, that's why I think they're probably doing other sports too, is to get that like a little bit of an edge. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Remember that big scandal with the swimming thing. Sandusky? <laughs> no, the more recent Olympic uh, transgender swimming. Oh, uh, Lisa Williams? Oh, they got it. Yeah. yeah. But that was a big thing. Was they're like, but it was only so point whatever of a second. And like every athletic event in the Olympics is point something of a second. It's about the point point zero zero fucking percent of the greatest fucking athletes, but just that much fucking better than the next. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Isn't that crazy? Thinking about it, like the second place person doesn't ever get like too much recognition, but they're just like they're almost as great. Yeah, yeah, that's just. Uh... So I guess that that would. Oh man, that would eat me alive. Could you imagine? Like you've dedicated a good chunk of your life into like one uh, mode, one uh, you know, focus Being the best at one thing, and. and you get beat by that much. It's like you start to think, fuck, man, I could have spent another hour in the gym or wherever field um, training. You know, I could have worked on my uh, aerobic. I could have. Fuck, that would eat me alive, dude. Yeah. You know, now, kill me. Now, Sorry. You now imagine. What would kill Logan? Sorry. Um, the ones that go to the Olympics that you see that uh, get halfway through their event and break their leg or their ankle. And then they, like, continue or something. They try to finish. They get last place. They were in first. They broke their fucking ankle and finished the race. They just didn't want to quit. Yeah. You know, you're an Olympic skier. You go off your first jump, break your fucking leg. You've been training since you were 12. Oh, my God. Just lost everything. Career yeah. over. But now, now think, now think, you're that second place person that lost by like 0.3 of a second, you know? So you, you think to yourself, just like you said, oh, I just got to put more time in the gym. You know, I just got to put all the time I can into the gym this, this next four years. And you train as hard as you've ever trained before in your whole life, four years. And you go back to the Olympics. And this time you're like, I put in the extra hours. I put in the extra time. I'm ready. And then you lose. By that much again, second place. By that much again, <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck?" So you do it, and you train for the next four years as hard as possible. You're you're breaking records for training left and right, but it doesn't matter because there's no gold medal for the best training. And you go back for the third time, and you you get second place by that much. Yeah, and it's like that's another thing too is, you know. These people, they put like they're all out there, but some of them have they get like uh, nervous, you know, like they could train perfectly. They could probably beat records in training and be like, you just broke the world record. You know, like as they're training, the, the coach is probably like, you just you did it. You broke the world record or some shit. And then they get out there and they get like the jitters, the nerves and shit for whatever reason. 
You know, I'm sure I'd be fucking nervous. 50,000 people in the stands. It's the moment you've been playing for five years. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. If you're from China, they're going to cut off your tits and put you in a Uyghur prison camp. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, dude. Could you imagine competing for China and, like, uh, what what happened? Like, are those athletes ever heard of again? Like, I I haven't I haven't heard of any. Think about, have, do you remember the Ukraine with the uh, the girls gymnast? All the gymnast people they would send their kids to go be with their trainer for a year, and he was like molesting all these kids. And uh, yeah, was that was, that was No, that was uh, that was in the Ukraine. I mean, that's bad timing to hate on the Ukraine, but like <laughs> that was a couple of years ago. This uh, these trainers that he was. Uh, Olympic gymnast, so they're young girls. But yeah, a lot of people train from the time they're teenage girls and shit to do this. Crazy. Yeah, that's why I don't want to give a fuck, bro. Like, I, there was a lot of people. You remember that runner girl that failed? Yeah. And they're like, her mom died. She had to smoke a swisher or whatever. I'm like, how the fuck do you train your whole life and get to that moment and go? I'm going to smoke some weed. <laughs> right. And then people are like, oh, let her come back and race in the last race. Okay, whatever. Bro, how did you do that to yourself? Like, I'm not even mad at you. I'm just, like, so disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I think they made a big stink about it, too, because there was another, I think it was a Chinese athlete that tested positive for, like, steroids. And mm-hmm. she didn't get pulled out. And it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, because China runs everything. You didn't know that, Jed? Fuck. Oh, yeah, I know. Who knows at what degree that all these people are on fucking steroids? But it it is kind of like bullshit because they do kind of measure like, this is how much steroids you can have in your system. Don't get caught. Do it, but don't do that. Do this, but don't yeah. do that. You know? Well, it, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan, he made a good point, too. He's always saying... Uh, why don't we let them do steroids? Let's see what we are actually capable of to the right. max. Like, let's do all the drugs that we can. Let's see what the fuck happens. He's like, yeah. what, what, what the, why the fuck not? Like we should, I think we should within safety and reason make an Olympics. That is like, it still has rules and regulations per sport. But as far as the training and the and the like, obviously no cheating, no like having like rocket no boosters on your feet or something. But like you know, natural, your natural state when it comes time to race or or compete. If you've used steroids, cool. Hey, whatever. If you haven't used steroids, cool. We'll see what happens. But like at least tell them, hey, what was your regimen? What did you take? Oh, you took steroids. Okay, how much did you take? Okay, you took that much. Oh, and th- you didn't take any steroids? Okay, let's see you two compete. Go ahead. Let's yeah. see. So you want an Olympics with no drug test, but like a full blood workout beforehand so that they can treat them as accurately as possible if something yeah. happens. You know, at um, the they're that high up there. A lot of Olympians, I don't think, would even give a shit. Like, they're telling you right now, like, they're willing to do anything it takes to be the greatest ever i don't think there's a lot of people that are making it to that level by being natural and just wanting to be healthy and shit i think people would be happy as fuck to be like yes i want to be the best of the best no matter what steroids give them to me (laughs) i don't think people would give a shit people want to press 
or stretch the like physical limitations of themselves as much as possible. I think that's right. part of you know, that high of an athlete that you live for. How so? I wonder. I guess I should probably look this up, but like the regulations, if you're like wanting to compete in the Olympics, how early do they start drug testing you or do they drug test you at all before you qualify? Are you thinking like use a bunch of steroids before you get drug tested for the Olympics? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an Olympic athlete. Yeah, exactly. Well, they have to understand how their steroids are going to impact their body. So like, their serotonin levels, how they're going to increase when they stop using it, or if they stop using it right before, they're going to be actually weaker and more useless. So, you know, they had to time it just right. I just think it leads to more selective. Like, if they allow them to use certain hormones and then they don't pop some people and then they pop some, it kind of allows them to be selective so they can go, well, China can get away with this. These guys can get away with this, but this guy can't. Yeah. Michael Phelps, yeah. man. Michael Phelps won, like, fucking how many Olympic medals? Like, eight gold and a bunch of silver and bronze and shit. How embarrassing. <laughs> how embarrassing to be fucking Chinese that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> motherfucker lost the gold to a pothead. <laughs> this dude smokes doobies, bro. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> You're a fucking... <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. Bruce Jenner, fucking Olympic triathlon runner. Dude cut his dick off. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, man. He did. It's it's still strange. No, I don't care, man. That may, may say something. I'll be stepping over <laughs> all the lines on the video. Not bad, bro. I didn't even. I don't even follow that shit. The Olympics, or neither do I. But no, it, like it was uh, everywhere. The Jenner shit, the Bruce Jenner shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's all about uh, Kanye. Yeah, Kardashians. Huh. Yeah. Probably, probably shit that I don't know about. Yeah. Well, watching it the other day, I thought it was kind of funny. They're like, so you know how you guys are pretty feel bad about that like it was like uh you guys are setting unrealistic beauty standards and your asses are too big and these women out here body positivity and i was like they just made this bitch apologize for having a big ass like, <laughs> yeah that was baffled huh that's that's wild like i'm sorry that i'm thick what do you think the world would look like if we didn't have egos I just think it's, yeah, it's very funny to be completely same. Like, don't you know we all want to be fed and ugly? Everyone wants to have sex with fat, ugly people. Get with the times. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah but, but that's thinking, like... Uh, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking, like, because our ego plays a big part in everything. Our Everybody's individual egos. So it's like, what would it really look like if we didn't have egos? Would it be boring? Or would it be, like, because you wouldn't have an ego to compare your, you know, anybody else with. So would be a lot it be less just, drama for sure. Well, yeah, a lot less drama, but a lot. It'd just be like a lot more like yeah, simple but shit. Confusing ego with confidence or 
how can you have confidence with no ego or self-esteem? Right. Ego is like a negative connotation, but. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the there's people that are. Well, I'd say they're faking it when they're like really fat and they're like, I'm confident about my body. I'm like, but are you like, but are you? But, yeah, it's the same way people lose weight, and then they go, I did it for myself, so I could feel better. But yeah. don't you think, like, you feeling better is just a reflection of how other people are treating you and looking at you now that you look better? Well, exactly. That's like, like when you, right. That's like when you, uh, people are like, I want that BMW, or I want that, you know, that G-Wagon. Yeah. It's like, for, for me, but, press who? Who yeah. Yeah, you're not buying. You're not buying it for you. You're buying it because of it of how it makes you feel the way other people look at you. You're, it's an e- it's an egotistical thing, man. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what if everybody just their ego went away? What would it be like? Because, yeah, the world is about you know, the world is very much about egos and and you know, keeping up with the Joneses and comparing this person to that person and like how would that affect the olympics right well maybe people would just do what they want more often as anybody i'm i know that seems like simple but like if i didn't have to impress anybody by getting the most money or the biggest house or the nicest clothes or conflate like dress in the fanciest things to impress my boss or get the job I want. I think people would just do what they really want to do with their life. Right. Yeah. I think we'd have a lot more focus on science too. Science. Yeah. Cause science doesn't have an ego progress, bro. Right. Yeah. Science doesn't like if, if we spend less time, like focusing on, you know, what's cool, what's hip having, you know, one up on everybody else. And we just focused on like, let's just see you, what kind of crazy shit we can do. Yeah. Cause you know, you'd, you'd almost get into a, a state of um, bliss and yeah. it would allow you to carry out whatever interest that you're into without having to always worry um, about those, those stupid, you know, just minute, the bullshit ego calling your name, you know? I guess we could all be, benefit. You think from... there'd be like a drop in mental illness, like depression and anxiety? Uh, yes, and social media is pushing. You know, you have the ego, right? And then you have a social media attachment to that ego. And you know, there, people our age, yeah, it's bad. Well, people any age, it's bad. But people definitely younger than us that have grown up basically just knowing. You know, they that's all they've known <clears throat> is let me get online. Let me compare my life where I'm at to all the other people, everybody in the world. So, like, you have, like, on a local scale, you go out and you can locally see people to compare you with, right? But now these kids, nowadays, they just get online and they can see the baddest motherfuckers in the world they have to compete with. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like, 
is it good or bad? Because there's definitely uh, good to challenging yourself and setting a goal. And, and, you know, maybe your goal is I want to look like that person or I want to do this. I want to do that. But at what point <clears throat> is it feeding your fucking ego? And that can't be, uh, in my opinion, that can't be a good thing because that's all you're going to have. The end of the day, people are going to recognize you for, yeah, that's an egotistical person. Or they're going to recognize you as that guy, he didn't give a fuck about any of the bullshit. He was about, you know, his trade or his his passion. You know, what do you want to be remembered for? You know, do you want to be remembered for being that guy that he always gave a damn and looked down on people and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or do you want to be the guy that was like, oh, he was always there for his family. You know, he's really passionate about his crafts and his in his garage, his woodworking. He really took took a uh, akin to that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's could, like, what do you want people I to say at your funeral? Be, he had a nice car. I used to Some overcompensate people, a lot, I think, and try to feed my ego, try to build myself up to being like that person because I think I had that this or that or the other. Um. Instead of doing what like I really wanted to do or really enjoyed doing. Um, yeah, I think that made people very sick, man, for sure. It does. I spent a lot of time doing that. And I think like I spent a lot of time looking down on people too, in the same sense of having that ego, like, well, I'm doing this and they're not doing that, they're doing it wrong. If I got this and they don't got that, or they're not living their life the way I expect them to, or I should I, you know, I think other people should. And then you take that deep breath, you kind of look back, or like I've been talking to people about, or about people to my woman, or family, or something, and they bring them up again. And I'd be like, you know, maybe I was just really full of myself that day. You know, yeah, you gotta humble yourself for sure. Yes, humble. Humble. That's a good word. Yeah, it's hard. Sometimes you get full of yourself. I, I have very humbling moments just the last couple of weeks, man. And doing some studying, I haven't studied for tests and stuff like that in a long time. And I, I went in there and I, I thought I was better than all these people. Honestly, I really did. I thought I was more intelligent than uh, some of these people. And I failed. And, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I failed. And I, I had to like really think, like, whoa, I'm not smarter or better than anybody. Like, what, what the fuck did I, what did I have to be so full of myself for? Yeah when life humbles you a little bit a little bit like that yeah and i get into a um i get into a, a situation where i always underestimate and that is because i know that there's a chance and i don't want to get let down if i do fail that test or, or you know what i mean so i'm always undervaluing what i what i think i'm capable of you know what i mean and then that that's also a so you have to find that balance. For sure. I'm enjoying yeah. it. I think this was beneficial. What? What's that? Oh, my, my gentleman's bureau therapy. That's right. <laughs> Quite Didn't know this was going to happen, huh? Yeah, honestly, like that's a good way to look at it. I mean, just getting together with people that are not necessarily like-minded, but thinking about the same things you are yeah. is just so therapeutic and it's like 
you know, it, it goes to reassure you that, you know, the stuff you think about not strange, you know, <laughs> that, you know, you're, it kind of, kind of works as like validation, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's also just nice to talk to people. Like we're, we're social animals, you know, same with like dogs and, uh, any other herd animal. I mean, we, we cluster in groups, towns, cities and stuff because we enjoy society. We enjoy being a part of group activities yeah. and stuff. I mean, some people, not so much. Some people, not so much. But those people almost always have pets. It's which funny is just there. These conversations are the only times that you can really prove that your friends and people around you are conscious on the same way that you are. In the same way that, like, we have the same thoughts. And you'd be like, thinking, that'd be so weird, like, uh, being so introspective and overthinking things. Yeah. Like, there are people that are conscious on the same level as you and your friends that are having the same thoughts and kind of overthinking things. Yeah, I mean, I think about, I mean, I think about arguments I've had in the past. I'm like, that would have been a killer line. Wish I would have thought of it then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like, that. I'll say I'll have like a something that's it's not necessarily stressing me out, but like I'm putting a lot of weight on it. You know, like I'm not worried about the outcome. I'm just hoping it goes a certain way. Um, and I'll think about like how that conversation is going to go like two or three, four times to figure out like what are things that they might ask me? Let's have an answer ready to go. Right. You know, and then almost every time I get in there, I'll have like it'd be like one one of the thousand questions that I went over with myself. They'll ask me and the other 999 they won't. And they'll ask me like 20 other things that I didn't even think of like shit. Yep. And it sounds like a job interview, bud. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's... Or or a first date, huh? Yeah, I hate those. Hate Isn't that. a first date I, I just kind of like a job interview? Yeah, I went to. It is, and that's. Uh, in the last two months. <laughs> so. They they uh, I I can't imagine like oh man, like okay, going on a date. When you're young, obviously you're both, unless you're like daddy or mommy has money, but like. You're both kind of like, it's more, it's more, what are your interests? It's more like, are we compatible with our likes? Are we compatible? That's why like the first few like people that you're in love with, you're really in love with. And then when you get older, there's a security aspect coming from the female that is, can this man provide for me? Can he take care of me? It's not so much, oh, we like the same music. No, it could be. Well, yeah. we don't. Yeah, really I remember get... girls saying really dumb things to me when I was young too. Like, well, I don't care if you how much money you make, and I'd be poor if I loved you. <laughs> like yeah. So, yeah. Generally. The exact opposite of like what it would be today, which is like that just goes to show, like, man, you fucking. It's I have a different perspective on that. But yeah. What's up, Logan? Yeah. Got a different perspective. Well, I don't think people are meant to have a hundred thousand partners in their lifetime. I don't think women and men are supposed to get married and divorced a hundred times. So that innocence that you felt that easy way of connecting with a woman when you were really young is the way it's supposed to feel when you're 40. It's supposed to be the same woman you fell in love with years ago. And she's not bitter because she hasn't had her heart broken 20 times. And you're not bitter because some woman proved that you couldn't trust her. Yeah. You still have that innocence and you're not going through relationships like 
but what am I going to get out of this? And can I trust her? And, 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 and a woman's right. Like, am I going to get something out of this? This and that, because you're supposed to still have that, you know, that, that pure heart because you ain't been abused by tons of people and then out of relationships and, and called it quits on people too fast. You know, I just think we would all feel a lot more secure and happy in our relationships if maybe instead of going through so many and having all that damage and all that little trauma in your life, you know, you uh, you stuck it out with somebody early on. I don't know. It's just. No, man, I think you're stupid. right. I think you're right, and I think it's. I think it goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking like, stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you got. I, I think you're on something pretty valid there, because I mean, think about it. Like, the more times the government fucks you, the more jaded you get to the whole system. It's the same thing. It's like you know, the more the more partners yeah. you have, the more likely you are to have a bad experience with a partner. But if you just have one partner, if a person is still single after years and years, and they, you see that. Okay, they've had a girlfriend and another girlfriend, or they've had four boyfriends. What was wrong with all them? Why couldn't they make it work with a single one of them? I understand one of them might have been a piece of shit. Maybe you had a husband, maybe he died. You know, something like that could happen. That happens. You know, but why couldn't you make it work with the last 10 men you were with? Why couldn't you make it work with the last 10 women you were with? Why? Yeah. That, that, that's a signal right there. Why would I want to be with you? when you've been with all these men and nobody can make it work with you. Now I'm dealing right. with the problems of man number one, two, and three, you know? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. They just, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy, man. Cause, uh, they'll wait at the finish line and then they pick the winners. That's what they do. Yeah, I'm boring or whatever, you know, that's, I'm different. But I definitely know, like, a lot of the people I grew up with, man, it, it is a lot of, like, quick relationship with this person, quick relationship with that person, and then bitching about your ex online, and then getting back with that ex, and this one, and that one. Fuck. I would hate to be caught in the middle of that storm, but your time is Yeah. Big. Yeah, like, you're just a solid, good, like, you're just a good dude, and then, like, you get this... And yeah, not to uh, say damaged piece. Divorces are initiated by women, so it is difficult to commit to a marriage. So you got a lot of people who want to get married for two very different reasons. I, I think we're all just too fucking immature, man. Even like you can say, "Oh, I'm 30, I'm 40." Nah, dude. I think you're, and this goes for myself too. You know, really honestly, like you're just too immature to realize maybe. You don't really realize how fucking short life is or you don't realize the uh, the total scope and scale of what it is to be in a relationship, especially at like a older age. You know, it's like we're getting into our 30s, right? I mean, fuck. We're going to be pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know what being in an adult relationship with like an adult person is like. I really don't. I was a teenager, basically. And it was very childlike. I feel like when we got together, what dates is this? And just kind of the way things go. And you didn't talk about serious shit at first or anything. Yeah, you never did. But it just progressed naturally like that. Now I'm grown. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, always, I always admired the, um, this is kind of going to sound fucking terrible. But, like, you know, in the movies, you always saw the guy that was, like, 
he was like just the older dude that was single. He, you know, may have had a, a motorcycle and he was just the badass that like he could get with any chick he wanted, but he was never tied down and he was like on the run and shit. You know what I mean? That kind of like, you know, Casanova type. I always like admired that because it was like, there's nothing that could chain that guy down. There's nothing that could hold that guy down. Yeah. It was just him and his bike, maybe a dog. I don't know. You mean like, like Wooderson? Like Wooderson, man. Yeah, you know what's cool about that picture? I think every man likes that photo. But it's cool because he always got girls when he went to the bar, went somewhere, you know. What photo are you talking about? I'm sorry, I'm just saying. He always got girls, so it's not super cool when you're the 40 year old fat fuck at the bar, chain smoking bar rolls. Right. <laughs> so right. movies and reality don't always match up. <laughs> right, but I mean, you could be this. I mean, you could, in our, you could in be your the own. shit. You could be the yeah, shit. Yeah, you could. I'm not saying you can't be the shit. Uh, I, I think every man on the planet wants to be that guy, at least like to some degree, right? You want to be the cool, smooth motherfucker. No woman's gonna tie him down because he's got options. Right. He's riding exactly. In a car. Exactly. Well, I think that. Okay. This is going to get into another topic, but I think men should exercise options like women exercise options. You know what I'm saying? They should be able to, because like, think about it. You, if you're talking to a chick nowadays, let's just let's just say she's talking to like six other guys, right? Okay, that's just the fucking reality of it, because she can. So why not you talk to six other chicks? Because. I'll tell you why. Honestly. Whatever you say, it's going to be wrong, but all right. No, I'll <laughs> tell you why. Right, bro. Uh, you can feel like what I feel. I, I feel like because society has changed in such a drastic way in like the last 20 years, honestly, it probably go more than that. But men as a whole have not changed at all. Like, we're still being told by our fathers and our fathers and our fathers' fathers that what we need to do to be successful men are relatively the same thing you, you know take on responsibilities provide bills house family and what women are being told is the exact opposite is to be free i don't know don't get tied down to no man don't cook clean don't be a fucking housewife you know anything like that is a man treating you like shit and we're still being told that we want the same traditional things that we've always wanted or that's what we should strive for. And that's what's going to make us happy. Or at least that's what we're told to want. And we literally have the other half of the planet being told not to do that. So how the fuck are there right. not conflict? How is there not going to be? You're the bad guys. And we're saying we want the same thing we've always wanted. We want women to be women and be in the house, be faithful, be married, be this, be that, be mothers. And you're telling me that you can initiate 80% of divorces in it. Why, you know, so so it really tears people apart. Now you got this big movement, like you're saying, Lane, where these men are like, fuck it, I want to be single and I want to, you know, get my bands and I can't be held down because I can't trust no woman. And I don't think that's perfect for society either, you know? No, I no, I'm not. Yeah, I, 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 I know, what you... know what I mean. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's pretty lonely, too. Here's the thing. You can't trust women. Women can't trust you. Well, what's the happy ending there? That's all I'm saying. Right. We're being completely different ways to live our lives. 
I, I, you're 100% right. Everything you said, 100% right. What I'm saying is, so how do you get them to behave, let's say? Behave in the sense of, oh, you just gotta how do you get them to be wife material? No, 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 no. I like, how do, so how do you get, because they don't, you're right. They are being told, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad bitch. I'm an independent woman, you know, stuff like that. So like, how do you get them to convert to the, cons- the traditional woman is what I'm going to call it. Here's how you do it. You fucking, basically you keep, you keep on your shit. Okay. You play your role responsibilities you're working out okay you're showing that you're a high value dude and then you you don't like overtly show that like hey i'm talking like six other right but you basically you need to insinuate that you're busy or that you know oh i've got stuff going on if she tries to hang out and stuff like that so that way it's like oh what's he doing because that'll get their imagination sparking. And then that's when you kind of you start shit testing them. Women love to shit test men. Men need to start shit testing women and start vetting women. That's why I'm saying you need to, you need to like oh, yeah. talk to different like chicks so you can filter them out. Filter them. Get rid I, of the ones that are just bad bitches and hoes and non-traditional. So that way you can yeah. be like you can narrow it down right because like i'm a guy like because there's so many women today that are like that the bad bitches and stuff to where if a guy spent his entire fucking youth or entire first off you should be spending your entire youth chasing chicks you should be on your shit getting your game together but if if a guy spent all his time dating time talking to one girl and say they're talking for like four five months and then he finds out oh she's she's one of those bad bitches i I don't want her guess what he's got to start over why wouldn't he take the time that whole four months five months talk to as many as he can because nothing's official you're not you're not there's no ring not really a radical thing that you're preaching here when our grandparents was young it was just called dating but that got (laughs) upon you know that that was became oh you're just a player and you're dating tons of women. It used to just be called that was called dating. That's how you found who you wanted to be with. But yeah, right. And now it's like that whole section, uh, that whole section of time in a relationship of trying to find out if this is someone you want to have a relationship with is transitioned out of the dating and into well when you blur the lines between texting and I just fuck any guy I meet on Tinder or yeah. What is dating? Just fucking sleeping with somebody. You're a girl who talks to three dudes, or you're talking to all these people, but you're fucking half of them. So, so what is dating? That's when the line got blurred. Sorry. Step one: get a small loan of a million dollars from your dad. I don't know. I think there is something like that, though. Get don't get me wrong. Like, why don't we teach kids more realistic shit? Like. If your dad is a fucking crackhead, like, and your mom is a hooker, tell him, like, maybe college ain't for you, bro. (laughs) Your grades suck. I need you to go over here to this tech college, bro, and you're going to be a plumber in, like, six months. You got bands, you know? Yeah, I guess you could have some realistic uh, goals. Okay, so my mom asked me one time. I was talking shit about college. 
it's like, well, what if your kids want to go to college this and that? I said, well, I'm going to send them to college. And she's like, what for? I said, I'm going to make them tell me what they want to go to college for. And if it's something stupid, I'm going to tell them they're going to pay for the shit. Like, if I don't think you're going to get money or a job, if you want to be a marine biologist, I'd be like, well, you're going to go to college in Chicago because you're not going to get a job for doing that here. You're moving. Like, yeah. if you want to be a fucking liberal arts major, you're probably not going to get a job. Am I going to pay for that? Yeah. Be whatever they want to be. Be real. Like, bro, you're dumb. You can probably not be this. Like, bro, you're dumb. You can probably not be this. Let's be real. Like, let's, if you're going to have a career, let's say people who went into this career and got their degree generally had this SAT score. Your score is low. You are dumb. You probably won't make it. Well, they do that. They do do That's that. That's good. That's good. So why yeah. do we have so many people with, that are complaining that their college degrees are not paying them enough to uh, pay off their loans and stuff? Because they get college degrees and dumb shit like I'm not gonna say it, Jed. <laughs> no, but they get college degrees in, in. And I understand because they have they're young and they have hopes and dreams, and you don't want to fucking tell a kid who's got young hopes and dreams that it's not gonna work out because what benefit is that gonna do? I mean, am yeah. I, am I a dick? Like kind of. No, I'm you're not, you're, no, you're a pragmatist. You're a pragmatist. It's and, it, and, and, I don't a, have that creativity gene in me. I guess that. You know, some people have that kind of maybe drive that thinking. I don't know. I'm not a creative, I guess. No, I mean, like, I think I think there's um, – I used to, like, fucking hate on people that went to college. And then I found out that's just because I fucking hate school because I hate being told what to do, when to do it, and how you have to report to somebody. And half the shit isn't even interesting. You're in the military. You got a problem with authority? Right. Well, there's a reason I'm out of the military. I was one of those guys that I was fine in the military. I wasn't a shit bag, but it was getting to a point where I made it very clear to certain people that were above me that that shit wasn't going to fly because I, I knew I knew enough to get away with what I was doing. That's what I was doing. And I did. And I. And then I looked at my leadership and I was like, do I want to fucking be that? That's what you're going to be because that's where that's what all leadership is right now is that. Do you want to be that? <coughs> stay in. Stay in and you'll be that. No, I had to get out. So yeah. but anyways, um, regardless of that, I, I but now I look at college as like, you know, it can be fucking useful. And it's. Yeah, it's a shitty system. It is a very shitty system. It's a very corrupt system when it comes to the financial aspects. But for me, like, I wouldn't be going to college right now if it wasn't paid, you know, a good chunk of it by Uncle Sam. And that's kind of my way of being like, haha, fuck you. You're paying for this. I'm getting something. I, I get something out of it. You know, I'm not like, so I might as well do it, you know. But then again, also, there's an aspect of like, well, what it, what am I losing by getting a degree? What am I like? Nothing really. Maybe a couple thousand dollars by the end of it all. But you know, you do have a degree, and you can because the, the degree I'm going for it's a um, it, it's a, um, a a job. Well, it's a, a career field that's going to be growing. They're going to be needing people, so. 
Might as well just fucking do it, get in early, and then yeah. Yeah. see what happens. I will right, say- my turn to weigh in. No, I've been waiting patiently. i got a lot to say on this subject. <laughs> Mr. College has got something to say. First of all, talking about, like, talking to your kids about getting, like, a pragmatic job, like a, like a job that is actually going to exist. Like, Lane, you're going to a career that's expanding. Um, there will always be trade jobs. We need to build stuff. We need to maintain the stuff. We need to dig stuff and all that kind of stuff. So there will always be trade jobs. I wholeheartedly have planned for the very longest time that as soon as my kid starts looking for, like, a job and thinking about, like, going to college, we're just going to go and look at jobs. We're going to talk to people while they're doing their job. And be like, what do you like about this? What do you fucking hate about it? And just let them, like, you know, think about it. And, you know, obviously there'll be things that they've thought about doing. I'm not going to waste my time going to see, you know, a McDonald's fucking cash register person as much as, you know, they actually make decent wages now. Fucking bullshit. But, uh, but yeah. Secondly, I got so excited about getting that one off my chest. I've been holding on to it for so long. I kind of forgot the second one. Well, all right. We yeah. heard from Jed. When you were 18 or 16, you would have went to college when you were 18. Yeah. Dude, That's New York right, sucks so. also. Uh, Jed, you, you just uh, grasped onto your thought. Yeah. So, like Lane tiptoed around earlier, I have a bachelor's degree in theater. And I work at a fucking grease duct and chimney manufacturer doing AutoCAD design uh, for their systems. Obviously, I'm not really using my degree. And my dad kind of summed it up better than anyone I've ever heard. This is how he sums up what a degree is. It's a key. The degree is a key to get into the job. Unlocks the door. Gets you in the door to talk to the people. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Sometimes you don't need a key to get into a door. It's true. Sometimes you know the guy behind the door. And he'll just open it for you. Sometimes you're in the right place at the right time and the door's already fucking open. So, you know, degrees help. You know, if you really want to give yourself the best fighting chance to get that job that you want. A degree is going to help you get there. Can you get there without it? Most of the time, yes. Most of the time, yes. I like that. Like I said, he summed that up one day, and I was like, <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Yeah. Um, also, the thing is, is like when you're young and you're like in – junior high high school and you're just fucking partying and that's all you give a shit about you're not focused on your grades and you're not looking at 10 years down the road you're looking at you know 10 days down the road 10 hours down the road what am i gonna where am i gonna party man what's the where's the party this weekend you know i think 18 is just a really hard time to ask people what they want to do for the rest of their life yeah and that's that's why like um i had friends that were like you know they asked me like hey do you think i should go to college like like you know younger friends that i met and stuff through you know clubs and school or whatever they'd be like hey i'm thinking about going to college i was wondering where you went i was trying to get some ideas i was like you know here's the thing here's something i think you should really think about do you have to go to college right now 
do you have to go right now? Because once you go, you've gone dead from that point on. Or, yeah. and, and one of the things that my college, Carthage College, advertised to me so many times is that, like, so many, like, so much, like, such a percentage of their students changed their majors at least once. They had the percentage of, it was, like, it was over 50%. It was like 70 fucking percent or something like that changed their right. major at least once. And the number for twice was about half that, which is still a, a lot, which is fine. You know, it's cool that the college, you know, accommodates for that and helps you shift for that. That was actually subtle code for we're going to try to make you spend more money here because we're going to encourage you to change your major, which is going to mean you have to take a bunch more classes because a lot of the ones you already took won't matter for the next ones. Right. Anyway. Ran yeah. Over. But yeah, so I mean. System is ran like a scheme. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and it's just like, so I would encourage I any young people problem. out there. Hold on, uh, I would encourage any young people out there that are like on that age of like getting out of high school. Where am I? What am I gonna do? Take all the time you need to think about it, and be sure, because it's a, it's, even... it's a lot of money. Fuck, work for a few years at you know some local place doing who knows what i don't know make, make a little bit of money have that cashed up i went to school broke it was hard do what i do what <laughs> i did get your school paid for and buy yourself time to figure out what you do want go in the military in the air force Boom. basically in the air force or space you got, force you can buy yourself i bought myself four years so i was uh 19 20 21 20 so i was 20 223 I think when I got out I was 23 that's probably a good age to where you can that's a better age than 18 19 just going into college right and yeah, you can more. do school while you're in the military as well you don't have to start until you're done with school or done with the military you can do it while you're in which I started school when I was in but I fucked around with it because i was too busy partying overseas can you blame me no do i blame myself no did i have a blast yes so and it's still okay. paid for and it's still it, paid for and it's it was paid for and so yeah i think i think going in the military and you can get and it depends on your job in the military you can get college credits through the fucking military dude that yeah, will it's like transfer your job to college. yeah yeah you see that, see, that's when it becomes such a less of an issue. So I, I guess maybe like the whole thing was pretty simple in the first place, but it because it just becomes so uncomfortable when it's like they're extracting all this money from eighteen-year-olds. You know. Yeah. It's such a hate on the old system, I guess, because like we're twenty-five now. So when you're twenty-five and you know a little more, you have a little more understanding the world, and you've done what you hated for a while, and you know what you like, and then you know exactly what you want and now you can actually extract the most from the system instead right. of getting forced to change your major once or twice because you didn't really know what you wanted or you picked something because you thought your parents might like it but then you get yeah. down change your mind every fucking week because you're a whole different person uh it just seems like maybe it's just a you know taking advantage of all these young ass people like if we didn't if people didn't go to college till they were 25 or 30 then there wouldn't be like, or at least mature, you know, if you were 25 when you start going to college, there wouldn't be this like aspect of like, 
oh, well, we should forgive their debt and this and that because, and, and a lot of people take it seriously because you would have the idea that like, well, this guy was 25 or this guy was a grown adult. He had more of an idea what he was doing. He wasn't 18 and then fucked his whole life up, you know, on government subsidized loans. How fucked is that? That's all. Awesome. So it's just like, I guess being young, when you think about it, you're like, fuck, don't go to college, bud, to go get this trade or get this and that, because that's the only thing I've seen work for people around here, you know? That's the only thing I've seen work for me, you know, and people around here. So it's like, I haven't seen the people. I actually do have a cousin that went to school for theater, and she works in a theater, like, dinner theater place, you know? So it does happen. Yeah. But it's rare. You know, it, it just seems like a shitty thing to go through that. It seems like a lot of people have to go through that journey just to learn who they are and come out of it as a grown adult, 24, 25, when your brain's right. doing And where are you at when you're throughout these years? Where are you at mentally? Where are you at physically? Because yeah. that's going to change uh, you as a person as well. If you're hanging around dumb fuck you know, McGee, you know, going to the bar when you're 21. That's another trap, right? Oh, you're 21, bro. Let's go out. Let's fucking drink. Let's party. I was so grateful that I got overseas and got that shit out of my system real quick. I mean, I was a fucking animal in Spain, but I needed to get that out. I had to get that out. And then I realized, you know, in Germany, there's more to, to shit. And I started broadening my mind a little to this and that. And then I, you know, I saw people go down the wrong path. I saw people go down the right path. And then I tried to ride that uh, fucking bumpy road in the middle where you're dipping into the left and you're dipping into the right. And it's hard to navigate. But put out. One way is going to suck you in. For sure. But, uh. You know, I still I still got through it um, unscathed for the most part. And um, I didn't accrue uh, a huge amount of debt. I didn't get into any severe trouble. I, uh, need, I think you just need to take time to figure it out. Yeah. Take time, figure it out, grow, mature. And then take that step. And just fucking do it. Make it happen. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that's as good a place as any to, to leave this one off. Another great podcast. We started on Johnny Depp. We ended up talking about the complexities of human relationships in the modern age and important life decisions one should make with care. Uh, Logan, great having you on, man. Uh, always <laughs> a fun time. Yeah, love being here. Dude, yeah. Very cool, very chill. a podcast. Check it out. Yeah, check out our <laughs> other stuff. We we've got videos with with guests. Sometimes we have four people. Sometimes we have two people. Sometimes we have five people, but you don't see the fifth guy. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta watch out for those. Yeah. But anyway, check out our playlist. Uh, there'll be a link during the outro for our playlist for guests, and uh, probably our. It'll probably be some random video that YouTube thinks you'll like, and it's usually right about that stuff. So check it out. Make sure you uh, like this video if you did indeed enjoy it. That really goes a long way to helping us out. Uh, if you're not already subscribed, and you'll see most of our content when it comes out right there for you. Um, 
if you liked this, but you know, want something a little bit easier to listen to, you know, like hands-free, eyes-free specifically, check out our audio-only options on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's a couple other ones. There'll be links down in the description for those as well. And join us here next time on the Gentleman's Bureau.